Acts in chapter 18, if you will, Acts in chapter 18. This morning we talked a little bit about vision, where there is no vision, the people perish. We talked about he that keepeth the law, happy is he. We talked about biblical vision is not necessarily something we dream up as a plan. Biblical vision is God's word in action. And that's what we're seeking to do this year. Take God's plan and His Word, His Word, and and, and work it, and uh, expect God's blessings. We talked about First Samuel three one. There was no open vision, and we talked a little bit about how uh, we need to just trust God uh, this year and take a step out by faith, and and we don't want to have no vision. We don't want to be uh, satisfied with the previous things God has done. We, we want to continue. Uh, to allow God to work even this year. We got the opportunity to go through this uh, handout, and uh, we won't go through it all tonight, but you can take that. We'll use this as a prayer uh, item here in a little bit. Uh, But we got to hear from several different ministry leaders and all the areas um, that we saw God do. There were so many more things we could have said, so many more people we could have had come up here. We just didn't have the time. But we are thankful for what God did last year in our, our annual report. Uh, We talked a little bit uh, about uh, how Paul went to uh, Corinth and he departed from Athens. The Bible says in verse number one, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. And we see he's there and and God's using him. We talked about how Corinth was a very uh, commercialized city. It was a very important city. It was a city uh, where, where people came from all over, but sin also was attracted to that city, perhaps uh, maybe as some have said it was even more wicked than Sodom and Gomorrah or just as close. And uh, with power and influence and, and affluency also came uh, men and women who just did whatever they pleased. And Paul went there to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God used him to lead Crispus to Christ. And then he started getting some oppression from the Jews. And here he is in a, in, in a city where uh, seemingly doesn't want to know Christ. And and then even those who have accepted Christ, much pushback even from the religious leaders of that day, only to find that, that day where he was struggling, perhaps maybe, maybe he was even praying to the Lord, what should I do? And God came to him in verse number 9, the Bible says, Then spake the Lord to Paul on the night by a vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee. And no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. And from that verse, we kind of have our theme for the year. I am with thee. I am with thee. And we saw three different things this morning. After a quick review, we see uh, he was with us and his, his presence is in uh, our faith. And may we continue to want to personally grow. We talked about his presence in our finances. We talked about how there's some needs in our church and our growing ministry. And we need God to intervene and come through as he always has through the years. We talked about uh, our future as we seek to build this family center and, 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 and show that, hey, we're, we're still serious about reaching more appeal for the cause of Christ. We, we, t- we talked about his presence in our focus. Our focus will never change. And that is the Great Commission, to declare, uh, to go, to win, to baptize and teach. We saw his presence was in our faith, our finances, our future, and his focus. He says, for I am with thee. And maybe not just as a church this year, but maybe on a personal level. Maybe in your life you have something that you're, you know is coming down the pike this year. Or maybe you heard some news. Or maybe you've gotten something and you wonder, uh, do I need to face this alone? Well, I have to. And we were reminded this morning that 
God is with us. And he'll take care of us, and we'll trust him for it. We saw not only his presence, but we see his protection. In verse number 10, the Bible says, No man shall set on thee to hurt thee. And we see uh, Paul, of course, has been hurt much from Philippi, from Thessalonica to Berea. We see in several different areas he's tried to start a church, and much persecution has come. Of course, the great persecutor turned preacher has now experienced the persecution, and I'm sure he could handle it. But there came a time where he wondered, perhaps, what am I doing? What's, what's happening here? And God says, no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. And we kind of took two things from this. We're asking this year for God's protection, for courage for his will. For courage for his will. And God has something for us to do. And oftentimes, when he wants us to do it, it seems a little more maybe out of our touch, our grasp, or too big of a step. But when we trust in God for courage... He can help us. And Paul in Ephesians, he, he wrote that you'll, if you'll pray, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly. And so courage for God's will, but also we talked about protection for commitment to God's word and t- standing t- true on, on his word. And, and even though uh, society and even though the culture and the world is trying to realign what the Bible teaches, may we have the courage and have the commitment to stand true on God's word. We also... We talked about protection in our life on a personal level, and God will protect us. And then third of all, we talked about his plan, for I have much people in this city. And Paul got the calm assurance that if you'll stay and you'll be faithful and you'll preach the gospel, there's people here that need to hear about Jesus. And if we'll continue to declare and connect and disciple and command, and if we'll have special days, if we'll get out there and do outreach, if we'll talk to people on the streets, and we'll talk to people at the gas station and the store, if we'll be continuing to encourage people to come to church and, and, and share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we'll connect them uh, to in Sunday school and adult connection groups and the starting point and, and get them into discipleship and then train and teach them to do it as well. We'll see God continue to help us to reach people in this city as well. And we left off with Kent Hughes when he said, I have much people in this city where encouraging words. Paul's work would not be fruitless. And some of these Corinthians were tired of Tinsel Town. And in other words, they were tired of the fleshly pleasures that were losing their attraction. They were tired of the deep guilt and awful emptiness of the soul. They are ready to receive Christ. We don't know who those people are. But we do know if we're faithful and we'll go out there and share the gospel and if we'll go out there and, and love on people and care for people and work and, and, and teach and train, God will send people our way that will be able to help change their life through the power of the gospel. We talked about Paul's writings included Erastus, Gaius, Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus. All these were Paul's proven partners we see in Colossians and later uh, throughout the New Testament. And each of these people were reached through Corinth. Paul did not see that at the time. He saw instead of people that were being a pushback, if you will, he saw people that seemed to be all about their selfish pleasures, but there were some that were searching for Jesus Christ. And even in a Portland metro area where it gets a lot of better app, may I say today, there's people out there that are hungry for Jesus Christ, and they're searching for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we talked about our plan this year, and then we saw the plan, how what God did last year and, and how God's church touched people's lives. And so at this time, we're going to see a video once again. Some of you weren't able to see it this morning uh, of some people who God touched their lives this year.
We live about a mile and a half away from Grandview and we were outside of our house and could hear some music playing and we weren't sure where it came from and we found out from a neighbor that it was from the Vacation Bible School. We were looking for a place for our daughter to go to school and um, we were looking for a place that aligned with our values mainly. And uh, we would pass Grandview on our way into Oregon City and thought, well, let's drop in and, and check the church out. We came to um, a Christmas presentation musical drama a year ago, and we enjoyed it so much. That led us to uh, come to the worship service uh, the next Sunday. So then we went to Sunday school, loved that, and we thought, let's go for it. We're going we're gonna to go to the Sunday morning service here. So we did, and we thought, this is going to be our church. Since the first time coming, we had people just reach out to us, be kind to us, and um, that showed us that they cared, really truly cared for us. It wasn't but a short amount of time when I realized that what I was getting from coming to church was I was uh, feeding my soul. We had some substance abuse issues, and we we dealt with the spiritual struggle pretty much like every every day. I came initially to America because I was a trouble kid in Korea, and I was just planning to stay here for like one month. But after a week, I felt like God was just holding on to me, and then after I stayed. Two more months, uh, Max Song, one of our Korean graduate students, asked me about salvation and I accepted Christ. Um, I would say that the adult connection group, um, I hear this phrase being said a lot, is, is that uh, it brought me to my people. And it makes it much easier for us to go through life uh, when you have people surrounding you that are also trying to walk with God. What I enjoyed the most um, was the music again but really the uh, expository preaching from the pulpit. And uh, that, that, that really caught us. And it didn't take long. Um, we heard uh, a couple sermons by Pastor Lehman and we kind of fell in love with the church itself. And we, uh, we picked uh, Jeremy Malucci's uh, Sunday School and The Journey. And we, again, we fell in love with the message. So we attended adult Sunday school class. Um, it happened to be Abundant Life. We, we didn't know anybody. And they just accepted us. And what a wonderful teaching class. Home Builders has helped our marriage and our parenting by giving us daily examples on how we can raise our kids in a Christ-centered way. Pat had been baptized, but I hadn't been baptized, and so I decided to, to do that to really get things rolling. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was uh, very young, and uh, baptism just wasn't uh, something that I guess I, I more or less might have been uh, nervous about. And then after talking to the pastor and, um, and reading some scripture, and then um, also uh, praying on it, um, I just felt it was something I was compelled to do, something I very much needed to do. And then now I'm in discipleship. And for me, being a technical guy is just a wonderful thing. Uh, being able to look at the Bible and look at it as my life's tech manual. 
tells me uh, what to do, what to do when things go wrong, how to fix, and how to maintain. I've always had this inner monologue inside me, right? And discipleship has helped me understand that, that inner monologue is just the Holy Spirit speaking to me. While growing up and going to church and then kind of going our own way for a while, um, it's just brought me back. The discipleship program has helped equip me to be able to witness to other people in the stores or um, even at the parks when I'm playing with my children. And I'm kind of a little bit shy when it comes to talking to people about God. My first week at discipleship class, I think I talked more than anybody about God, so. It made me feel prioritized. It made me feel like someone was willing to uh, care enough for me to sit down um, once every weekend and uh, teach me these things and uh, really pour into me. So when Pastor Justin asked me if I would be willing to start a discipleship program with a newer couple, a newer family to our church, um, I gladly agreed. And in doing so, I believe God blessed tremendously because at that same time, uh, the family that we've been praying, my immediate family we've been praying for, started coming to church. We uh, went to them and we, we said, hey, we, we would really like to do this discipleship with you. It's really amazing. A lot of you just got baptized, so this is the next step. And uh, they agreed and we said, okay, everyone's going to show up next Sunday. And they did. They've been every Sunday since. We enjoyed the, the discipleship immensely. Matter of fact, we I was saved during the discipleship. Well, he's made me much more comfortable in sharing Jesus with people, not just on Sunday, but the other six days of the week. I always knew God had a plan for me and, and for us. But it wasn't until recently, especially with the discipleship program, is I realized that, yeah, I'm part of God's plan, but I can actually see it now. So Grandview's impact on our family has just been seen in my children and their, their heart, their behavior, and in our home they speak so much about God and scriptures and I love hearing that. Since I get to involve in Grandview, my lifestyle has changed, What, how I behave, how I talk has been just changed. Being able to have the opportunity to work at the school um, has been such a blessing in my life and being able to work with the students and just share God's love with them. And also I get to meet my both of my parents and my sister in Korea. The more we study and read our Bibles and learn more about God and what He wants to accomplish on earth, and just knowing that we have a part of that godly heritage, um, just bring me tremendous peace and fulfillment in my life. Grandview helped us by showing us what a real Bible-based church was like. So we're really grateful we're part of God's plan, right? I am very thankful. I am thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful we're a part of God's plan this year. I'm thankful we were part of God's plan this year at Grandview Baptist Church.
All right, well, at this time in our service, we're going to transition to a prayer time. Uh, once again, I want to make sure everyone has one of these packets. Uh, not only is this a handout for you to keep and take home, but this is what we're going to try to pray through here in just a few minutes. Um, and so if you would, I do know the ushers are still ready. If anyone does, did not get one of these, please slip your hand up. This will help you. Um, have something to pray for. We're, we're trying to make it a little bit easier. And so raise your hand. Keep those up if you did not get one. Uh, if you're sharing with someone, that's fine, but you may want your own. And so keep your hands up. Ushers are coming around. Uh, if I could have maybe uh, men of our church stand up and help. I know it uh, looks like we have all over here. Hopefully we have enough. And if not, we might have to share. And uh, we're looking. Give me one second. Keep your hand up if you would. While your hand is up, uh, our goal tonight is we're going to try to pray for 20 minutes, and we're going to do four five-minute prayer quarters, okay? How many, how many followed the math there, right? Okay. Um, and so we're going to break it down into small pieces, and we're going to pray together as a group. Um, keep your hands up. There we go. We got some extras now. Let's get those hands back up if you did not get one of those. And so we'll pray for four five-minute quarters, and by the end, uh, you're probably going to be sad that we're already done. That's what I found when I've done uh, prayer times like this. Uh, we know this is not something we normally do, uh, but it is an awesome thing to do. Uh, you think about the early church book of Acts. Uh, they were a praying church, a praying church. And so keep your hands up if you need one of those. Thank you guys for your help. Uh, if you would, uh, the first paper we're going to pray through tonight, we're going to have a praise time for the first five minutes. And so if you have your paper that looks like this, it says continue on the front. Uh, it's a pamphlet. On the inside, you're going to see a whole lot of numbers. Uh, this is what God accomplished last year. And for many of you who are not in the service, we went through this whole paper, and we aren't able to share everything. Uh, but this is some of the things that God was able to do uh, last year. And so for the first five minutes, uh, we're going to have a time where we thank God and praise God for all he did last year, maybe during that time as well. Maybe you had something in your personal life that you know that God did uh, miraculous in your life. Uh, let that also be a time where you praise God and, and thank God for that. When we start the time, I will start in a word of prayer. You can pray inside your heart. We'll probably pray for about four minutes. And then at about four minutes, I'm going to have another one of our men of our church come up. He will pray and kind of close that quarter down, and then we'll move on to the next quarter, okay? Um, also, at this time, if you're willing and able, and I know not everyone is, it is 20 minutes, uh, but we'd like to fill up the front here along the steps. Uh, we call this the altar here at Grandview Baptist Church, and so if you're willing to come forward and, and find a place here, uh, we're, we'd love to have you do that. Of course, not everyone can kneel for 20 minutes. I don't even know if I can do that. Um, but if, if you're able, we'd like to do that. And, and if you're not at your seat, would you just put a bubble around yourself and, and make that your little prayer spot uh, for about the next uh, 20 minutes, okay? At this time, we're going to start praising the Lord. You can come forward if you'd like, uh, and I will start with a word of prayer. As I pray out loud, would maybe you start praying in your heart? And uh, if you can pray silently, you can pray quietly. Uh, be respectful to those around uh, but we'll take five minutes, and once again, using this paper, we're just going to pray uh, and thank the Lord for all he did, okay? And let's start praying together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the wonderful things you did this past year. God, on this paper, as was shared by many of our members this morning, were so many amazing things. And God, here's the truth. We're imperfect people. 
anything good that happened through our church this year. God, we know it was because of you. We thank you for using us. We thank you, God, that you use humans. And God, that we can be your instruments and be your tools. Lord, we think of all the people that were saved last year. Through the ministries of our church, we're grateful. God, we think of the people who walked into the baptistry waters and took the next step in their Christian life. God, we thank you for them. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the wonderful people who went through our discipleship program trying to deepen their knowledge of you, deepen their faith. Lord, we pray and we thank you and we praise you for the literally thousands of people that walked through our doors. And Lord, every time they walked through, we tried to love them. We tried to encourage them. Lord, our pastor challenged us to every service, give the gospel. We know that everyone that showed up to a service, Lord, heard a clear presentation of the gospel. Lord, we're grateful for that. Lord, as we move forward this year, we just want to praise you for all that you did last year. And God, we want to thank you. Lord, as we continue our prayer time, let it be a time of praise this evening. As you continue to pray, I'm going to ask John Hoxie to come up. 
he's going to pray for us, and that will close this uh, first little bit of time. Brother Hoxie, would you come? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful, Lord, that we can call upon you. We're so thankful, God, for your great salvation. We're so thankful, Lord, for all that you have done in our lives, in our salvation, and in the decisions uh, that we've made, uh, Lord, since you've saved us. And we're thankful for what you did in 2023. Lord, all the visitors that you brought our way, all the peoples that have gotten plugged in here at Grandview, and lives truly have been transformed. And we're so thankful for that. Lord, we couldn't do it without you. We've got to have your help in everything that we do. And Lord, we praise you for uh, the strong preaching from our pastor. Lord, we thank you for the message that you've given to him and all the work that he puts into preparing the messages, Lord, has been such a help to us. And Lord, we're thankful for our staff. Lord, you've given us and you've blessed us with a, a wonderful staff. Thank you, Lord, for that. God, we thank you for our deacons. Lord, they make a lot of decisions, help us to make wise decisions, and bounce, the pastor can bounce ideas off of them. And God, they're such a vital, important part of our church, and we're so thankful for them. And every worker, Lord, this work here at Grandview couldn't happen if we didn't have everybody involved like it is, and we praise you for that. God, you've done a wonderful, wonderful work in each one of our lives. Help us never to take it for granted what you're doing lord you're an amazing god and we praise you we thank you lord we know it's all because of you lord you use us as imperfect people and we're thankful for that and we just praise you and god we just pray that you'll continue to to bless each and every one of us as we try to serve you the best that we can and just want to honor and glorify you help us to do that god we sure love you thank you so much that you love us and thank you so much for all that you've invested in us and we sure thank you for it all in Jesus name amen at this time we're going to start the second quarter in those uh, papers Uh, I want to focus this next five minutes um, on first off our church calendar Um, this is all events that we are planning and already in the stages of doing and working on And we're just praying that God will do something through these events. And then the other one, this is what Pastor preached this morning. And it was the outline of his message. And and our theme this year, I am with thee. We're praying for God's presence, protection, and God's plan. And you see in that outline different subpoints underneath that. And so this next five minutes, we're just praying for the vision of our pastor to happen in our church through the activities and the outreach events that we have planned And then you can see some personal things we can pray through as well. And so if you would, let's bow for a word of prayer. I'll start, and uh, we'll we'll continue our prayer time together. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're grateful for last year. But Lord, now we need your help. Lord, last year was amazing, but we want to do more. We want to reach more people. We want to give the gospel more. Uh, Lord, we want to be better Christians and better followers and disciples of you. Lord, our pastor this morning clearly laid out the vision that he has for our church this upcoming year. And God, we are challenged to be reminded that you're with us. And Lord, because you're with us, Lord, we want your presence. God, we want your presence in our church, our homes, our families. God, and not only that, we want your hand of protection on the ministries here of our church, on the individuals in our church. 
Because, Lord, we know you have a plan for our church. We have a plan for each of us as individuals. Lord, as our pastor challenged us with our vision for 2024, we thank you for 2023. But, Lord, we pray that, God, you would help each of us to fulfill your plan in our lives and in our church. Lord, we need your help and we need your presence. Be with us. this time I'm going to have Brother Derek Vestal come up he's going to lead us in a word of prayer as we close out this time of praying for the future of our church this upcoming year Brother Derek Heavenly Father what a wonderful thing it is to look back on what you've done in 2023 but God we're so excited Lord for uh, what you have in the future of Grandview Baptist Church Lord we think of different outreaches in the coming months. Lord, we think of Youth Explosion. Uh, We think of Vacation Bible School. We think of special days throughout the spring and fall. Lord, where the gospel will be preached. And Lord, we're asking that you would show up, Lord, and that you would uh, move in a mighty way. Lord, we have many things on our schedule, Lord, and, and we do those so that many people can come and hear about you, Lord. I pray that you would bless each and every one of those events. Lord, thank you for a church that does have a heart to reach people. Help us, Lord, not to j- just uh, have that as a church, but in our own lives as well. Lord, I pray that you would use this this year, Lord, to be a light in our community, to have courage in sharing our faith with others. And Lord, we'll give you all the glory for what you do. We love you. Amen.
this time, uh, we have a prayer list that we handed out, and there's a whole lot of names on this. We're going to take a little time to pray for our church family tonight. Uh, if you notice on that prayer list there, that you see some of the staff members, some of the faculty here in our school. If you open it up, you see uh, many people who are in service ministries here at our church, deacons, Sunday school teachers. Um, and then, of course, at the end, we, we tried to update it as best we could, um, but some of our shut-ins, uh, those battling uh, different illnesses, and we, I, I'm sure we missed some. And by the way, if we did, please let us know after church. We want to add those uh, to our list so that we, we can have a, a better list. Uh, but this time we're going to pray for our church family. So if you would, grab that list out. And I don't know if you can make it through all the names, but pray for as many names as you can tonight. And I'll open us in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, uh, Lord, tonight we thank you for last year. We pray for this year. Lord, our church is made up of people because that's what a church is. It's not a building. It's not a place. It's a group of people. And Lord, wherever there are people, there are hurting people. There are health struggles. There's difficulties. Lord, we pray for our wonderful members of Grandview Baptist Church. Lord, I believe that walk these halls are some of the greatest Christians on the earth. I believe that doesn't mean we're perfect. But God, I pray for each and every one of them tonight. Lord, you see the names. And Lord, as I pray out loud, I'm, I'm not going to go through the names out loud tonight, but I know that as I'm praying now, many of our people are lifting names up to you. We pray for our staff. We pray for our school. We pray for those that serve in ministries every single week faithfully. God, we pray for our sick and those that are in need of healing and help. God, we just want to lift these names up to you tonight. As our church people pray, Lord, would you hear their names and would you help them as we move forward this year?
this time I'm going to ask Pastor Justin if he would come and he would pray for the needs of our church family. Pastor, would you come? Lord, we sure do love you. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for these dear people coming tonight. Lord, they knew we were going to pray and they're here. I want to pray you'll bless them for it. Thank you for a church that, Lord, prays. Or may we never lose that. Lord, we bring these needs to you. Lord, there's a lot of stuff that happens on a daily basis here on this property. Lord, we are ministering to a lot of people between the school and the church. Lord, on a weekly, monthly basis. Lord, many lives come through here. And may we as leaders be who we need to be as we seek to minister. These Sunday school teachers, these deacons, these uh, church staff, Lord, leaders in our church, but also volunteers who are so involved and so active and give of themselves and their time and talents and treasures. Or be with our shut-ins and those with long-term illness. You know what they're going through how hard it is. And Lord, we seek to try to minister to them and do as much as we can. But Lord, at the end of the day, you're the one who truly can bring comfort. I pray you'll help them. Lord, there's needs in our church that are, are heavy. Lord, they're hard. They're difficult. But we give them to you. May you do work. May you, Lord, do some special things this year in our hearts. Lord, may you, may you touch some lives and may you bring healing. Lord, this year, I pray that you'll just do a special work. We sure do love you, Lord, and we thank you for this great church and these great people. And I pray you'll bless the remainder of this prayer time, Lord. Amen. And for the last little a bit of time here, we want to pray. Uh, we're, I'm calling it a family or personal time. And so I want to encourage you, if you uh, if your family is here, husbands and wives, maybe you just uh, wrap your arms around each other, hold hands, and pray together. Uh, if, if you have children, I'd encourage you, or teenagers, I should say, to grab them with you and group up and have a little time with you and your family. Uh, maybe you're here and, and your family's not here, or, or they are. Uh, would you maybe pray for people in your family? Uh, maybe some personal needs, maybe some goals that your family has this year. And, and let's make this last five minutes uh, a family time. Uh, I do expect this time to be a little louder, maybe, uh, as, as one is praying, you're praying out loud for your spouse to hear, and then maybe you switch and the other person prays. Um, but this, I want this to be a family time. And pray for your family. Pray for your loved ones. Uh, pray for some personal needs. Maybe, maybe there's some struggles in your life, and, and you and your family know it. Uh, let's let this time be a time where we pray for those things, okay? And I'll start in a word of prayer, and then... Uh, We'll end here in just a minute. Dear Lord, the home is under attack. The church is under attack. God, it seems like even our country is attacking the family. Lord, we know what your word says. We're not perfect people, but Lord, we want each of our families to grow and prosper. I think of the children downstairs right now. Little Bear Bible Club. Lord, I think of their parents up here. Lord, as we pray, we want to be grounded in you, founded in you, Lord, so that our families can be strong. Lord, I pray for each family represented. I pray for those tonight who are praying for a loved one who might not be saved.
Lord, bring them to the knowledge of your son. God, I pray for those that may have a child who's in a far-off land, living a prodigal lifestyle. God, would you bring them back to the fold? God, I pray for those that are in their family. There's something going on, difficulty, a struggle. God, strengthen our families tonight. We need you. As we end this final prayer time, I'm going to ask Pastor Tim Holman, Pastor Tim, if you would come up. If you would close this time of prayer as we pray for our families tonight. Heavenly Father, we sure do love you and we thank you for family. God, I pray that you put a hedge of protection around every single family. Or Satan is after every marriage. He's after our children. He's after our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And God, I pray a wall of protection around them. I pray, Lord, that, that we'd individually get closer to you and their strength in the ties that bind each marriage and the ties that bind the family altar. God, I pray that, you're, that, that we'd seek your presence every day and pray we'd seek your power and your protection and your provision and your providence lord god we need you to intervene when we make mistakes we need your providence to over oversee our life lord god help us lord i pray for the husbands that you give us your wisdom to lead and to guide our families in your perfect will i pray for the wives lord that you would give them that 
uh, your spirit and your presence and they'd they'd be with their husbands with the children I pray for the children that they trust their parents I pray they see them living for you and they'd want what their parents have God help us help us Lord to live for you help us to share faith help our families Lord to be strong in you and we thank you so much in Jesus name we beg you Lord amen Thank you, Brother Tim. You can go back to your seats. Thank you for, for taking some time and praying. Uh, it's a special service, and I uh, appreciate you taking the time uh, for that. Uh, we're, I think we're about time to eat here, and uh, if you can help us with that. I, if you do have a, a board and you need to get out to it. By the way, thank you, Brother TJ, for, for kind of coordinating that part. Thank you, Cindy, for playing for 20 minutes or what longer. And that was great. And, but if you have a charcuterie board and you're kind of, uh, if you need help getting that ready, go ahead. Um, and so we're going to get ready to go out there. I believe we have plates. Uh, you can pick some up, pick some food. And the reason why we kind of do it this way is you can kind of just stay as long as you'd like and just talk. Make it a point to get to know someone you don't know. And maybe you get a chance to talk to someone you haven't talked to for a while. And if you're newer to our church, and uh, we, want, we want to try to get to know you too. This will be a special time. And looking forward to just a great year. And so thank you again for being here. Let's pray for the food, and we'll be dismissed. Lord, bless this food to our bodies. May it be glorifying to you. Amen. You are dismissed.